Black Coffee Mama. This is Black Coffee Mama, the podcast. And what we want to do is we just want to give insight to moms, wives, and real friends. And you don't even have to be married to listen to this podcast. Maybe you're just an individual, you're dating, you're thinking about getting married, and you just want to get some good information. This will be a very good podcast to listen to. Hey, Mama Caramel, how's it going? Good, how are you, Mama Mocha? Doing good. Today is a good day. The kids are home from school. That's good to hear. It's nap time over at our house, but I'm just glad it gives me the opportunity to have a good conversation with you today. Yeah, it's nap time over here, but you know kids, they ain't sleep. Exactly. Let's just (laughs) jump right into it. So the first question that I'm going to ask Mama Mocha is, have you ever knowingly been a side chick? And Mama Mocha, would you like to just give a little backstory on how long you've been married? Well, on February, I will be celebrating 16 years of marriage. Congratulations. I think as in our community, that is, I would call a success. Even though we still got a lot of life to live, say that's successful because a lot of marriages fail. And in our community, um, the dads are, you know, gone and quick to leave. Family structure not strong because our background, you know, in slavery, it was easy. You know, they took away our men, but that's great. And I'm excited. I'm excited for you. And I look forward to 16 years of marriage as well. So we all know before you got married, Mm -hmm. you dated. (laughs) So, yes. do you have a story for us? Uh, you, you ask the did you ask the question? I'm sorry. Oh, the question is, have you ever knowingly been a side chick? Well, actually, yes. What? And when I say yes, when I say yes, let me be clear. I have I was never the side chick to a married man, so I would never do that. So let me be clear. But I was knowingly a sad chick. What? So how I, <laughs> yeah, how I, became, I became a sad chick because I didn't seek out to be a sad chick. Mm-hmm. I was dating serious relationship. The relationship I was in, he broke up with me and decided to make his sad chick the main mm-hmm. chick. So it was a breakup, but he made his sad chick the main chick. And so, you know, like we as women do, you know, I was down and out for a week. I was up in the house and I was like, you know what? Let me get up and get out here. He done moved on. He had moved on before he had let me go. But let me get out here in these streets, see what's going on. So I end up, the dude that I was the sad chick to, I was like, you know, when you hurt, you ain't looking. You won't see clear. This dude had been trying to talk to me. I was like, I would never ever talk to him. He just ain't my type. He ain't cute. Ain't <laughs> he ain't even cute. But hey, you know, I was it's the rebound guy. If everybody knew what the rebound rebound chick was. So he was just there and nice and kind and you know, just I was like, okay, let me, you know, see what this about. But I really didn't know that he was with his baby mama till um he said he had a baby mama. I was like, okay, that's cool. So then we was hanging out at some friend's house and she came through and it was like, I was like, what the world? They was like, yeah, he's still with his baby mama. So I was like, okay, I'm the sad, I'm the sad chick. <laughs> but 
and the sad chick, you it's no, and I see why some people might want to be the sad chick or whatever. It's no, you don't have no responsibilities. You're not tied down. You're not obli- obligated to do right. anything. So the sad chick, and I knew, and there wasn't no problem. I ain't had to do nothing. You know, the sad chick, it's the sad chick. You get benefits. You get your car note paid. You get <laughs> taken out. You know, you get. You know, even though the main chick might get a little more, but you still get things. They get things, even though you know it's just the hookup, really. And no strings attached. The hookup, no strings attached. You know, just that whole two, three a.m. You know, whenever it's popping off, you just answer and you just go get what's good and you leave. And you done. <laughs> you get your bills paid. <laughs> no, I don't. If you marry, you should not be having a sad chick. <laughs> Let that be known. <laughs> Yes. No, I don't do the marriage thing because karma things come back. But I have been a sad chick and I knew that I was a sad chick. But it was at the time and then, you know, young, you don't know no better. You just you gotta get that stuff. Do if you're gonna do it, do it before you get married. Right. But yeah. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't but it was somebody that I would if I was seeing clear, I would have never ever ever laid down with that dude but you know what right (laughs) (laughs) so I got a question for you just to add on to that question how do you feel about it's 2020 now and it's gonna continue but in 2019 you know a lot of people were just kind of openly proud to be sad chicks how do you feel about that well, I feel like now the dating the dating thing has changed. I know with people that I know that's dating. Now dating is not just you with one person. It's different. Dating, you could be dating five people at one time and that's fine. Or you could be dating three people at one time and they're upfront and open with each other and the man and the woman, you know, they let each other know when they need and it's good. They all it's like open dating until you find that right person. So it's different. Right. So you just it's believe just in the open dating now. Like that would be Okay, if you were dating during that's what time. that right, that's what that's what they are doing. But I think I'm old school, and my husband like to say I'm selfish. <laughs> you just so I do like yourself. you know one on one time and the attention. You know, I'm different. As you get older, I think the millennials they don't really get it, but older they'll probably get it and understand. Let's stay like just open. I mean, now you could be so many right. things. You don't got to be great. You just whatever you choose to be, whatever you wake up and feel like in the morning. So everything is so open. It's just a different environment now. I agree. I agree with you. Um, I'm 27 and I'm married and um, I honestly wouldn't, I wouldn't even know what to do dating the way it is today. A lot has changed and I'm kind of selfish too. I just want one person to myself, you know, that can fulfill all my needs, but there's some women that this man do this, this man do that. And I don't knock it if that's what you into, but I just prefer one person. <laughs> yeah, I think things have changed so much. It's just different. Be with one person. And then you got, you know, you know, the uh, throttles and all the right. other things out there that, you know, people are doing. Then you just get the people that live in one house. <laughs> exactly. I don't know how that works because I don't think I could live with a house with a whole bunch of other women. Agreed. I know I couldn't. Because I really don't. Mm-mm. And I don't like no other women in my kitchen. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, you ain't got to worry about that. 
<laughs> yeah, so even when my mama cooked, she was like, you never let me cook. No, I don't like nobody up in Not my even kitchen. Your mama. Nah, you don't even let me cook for you. I'm like, Margaret. But no, things is different. I don't know if I could date that open that open dating is not for me. If it was somebody out there, I don't even know how to begin dating. Right, and you know, there's at this at this point too, people do have to be careful. Got to make sure you wrap it up, males and females. And that's something that we'll say for another discussion. So be tuned in for that because we will touch on that as well. Yeah, it's a lot of, you know, dating. <clears throat> and with the dating, so what do you think about a friend dating your ex? If you dated someone and you break up and your friend dating your ex. Okay. I have that thought on this. Okay. I don't think it's cool because, you know, sometimes when you date, you know, like me and my husband, we dated, you know, it took us a tough couple of times to get it right and decide, okay, you the one. So sometimes you bum a ring around, you know, before you actually settle down and realize that person is the one. Right. If your friend date the person, then I don't see how they can be the one because they already been to the ice cream shop. Okay. So are you saying if your friend has sex with this person? Yeah. Okay. So I ain't got. Let me you, this to you. How do you marry that person? Okay. So what is what if I dated someone, right? What if I dated someone for a mm-hmm. little while, maybe about a month or two? We were never sexual or anything like that, and. My friend, let's say she started dating him. Well, I'm not even going to say started dating him. She just started smashing him. How about that? And I didn't know okay. about it, right? I didn't find out till later on. Would I be wrong to go back and date him? But so you said later on, you wouldn't find out till after you was dating him or find out before I you was dating him? I did find out. I found out like maybe a little, like me and him had started talking and then word was getting around to me about what had happened. Who's wrong in the situation? Am I wrong? I don't know if it's wrong. I don't know if it's a wrong. I don't, I, I'm looking at it is, are you able to handle that? So if that's your friend, are you able to handle that? Are you able to handle that? Are you able to trust them? If y'all still hanging out, out and y'all still friends and y'all still getting together, are, are you stronger? If the person... If that person is strong enough to be with him and be her friend and all of y'all hanging out together, then go for it. Right. Okay. I will say it's a true story. <laughs> I will say it's a it's a true story. <laughs> um, I did continue to date the guy or whatever, and me and the girl aren't yeah, you know, if you can we're it. not friends anymore like that, but you know, we're cordial. But it is a true story. Yeah, because I know I know um a a person she um was dating a guy and she confided in her friend. It was her best friend. She confided. So the friend knew everything. Mm. They ups, they down, they good times, they bad times. I mean, this was her best friend who she told everything. Wow. And they broke up. They broke up and the best friend secretly started dating the guy. Oh man. See, they kept it a secret. But then when the friend came out, when they when the friend found out she was distraught, I mean, it just broke. Every the whole friendship and everything, but they the um the other the friend and the guy kept dating, what? but the the um the original friend the the friend that was originally dating him, boy, that's why I say you got to be strong enough and know what mm-hmm. you're doing. 
But that's one thing, you don't know, the old people used to say, don't you ever speak to your girlfriends what you and your man be going through, what y'all be doing. Right. You can't let that next chick what your man be doing because they want to find out. They want to taste the rainbow, honey. And you know, I'm so glad that you pointed that out because ladies, please listen to that. Because I know so many people that will tell not even their best friends, but even just girls they hang with about what problems they got going on. You can't be doing that and bringing these women in your house because they will sleep with your man. And you can't tell them your sexual business, what's going on in your bedroom. Oh, that's okay. Now, I have a best friend. My best friend, we've been friends for, oh my God, since over about 20 years. And we never, that's something we never discussed. We never discussed intimate details between each other and about our relationships. So you don't have to discuss that. Yeah. And I don't think she would ever, even if we did, I know that she would never even try. But I mean, just just something we never discussed. Because that's what we was talking, you know, back then the old people tell you, don't you tell nobody, honey, what be going on in your bedroom. And they knew what they were talking about. <laughs> they knew what they were talking about. <laughs> because it's so often that happens. And then these women act like they ain't see it coming. But some things you just got to work out amongst you and your spouse. Like, some things you ain't got to let everybody know. Yeah. And even with that, be careful what family members you let move in with you. I know a girl, she let her cousin move in. She needed a place to stay. She would go to work every day. The husband be there. He would be waiting, you know, go a little later. The husband and the cousin there, chilling, hanging out. One day she came home early for Came home early for lunch, girl. They was up in the bed getting it. No, girl, girl. The husband and the cousin. Yes. So, yeah, now you you ain't just got to watch your friends. You got to watch your family, too. Yeah. Oh, man. That is sad. That is really sad. You got to be careful out here because you never know people. You would hope that you could trust, you know, your husband and trust your family members. You got to trust there. You know, it's an automatic you know, trust, but sometimes you got to be careful and you can get hurt. You just got to know people and pay attention. Yeah, don't be naive. Some people are so quick to be naive and you're so trustworthy of people, but always keep a small guard up, especially around single women. <laughs> and trust your gut. Pay attention and trust your gut. If you got a feeling that thing on the inside that God gave you as women, you, because yeah, nine, nine times, times out of ten, you right. You right. <laughs> you right. Even if he tried to tell you, no, baby, you know, that ain't what I was doing. Ain't me. You know. If he said, no, ain't nothing going on, you know. For sure. That intuition is always right. Yeah. And speaking of that intuition, I just want to bring up this question. Um, I know we had had a conversation about it before, and you had previously um, even discussed it with your husband. And this is the type of question that either me and my husband will discuss. Would a man be as forgiving as a woman when it comes to cheating? Because, you know, nowadays, I feel like women are so forgiving because they feel like they've invested so much into their family that if their husband cheats, they're willing to work it out with them. I know I've asked someone this question. I've asked a female that I know, um, if your husband cheats, would you stay with him? And she's pretty early in her marriage. And she said, probably. And to say probably, that says a lot about us as women. But how is it from that male perspective? What do you think a man would say? Do you think they're as forgiving? 
I don't think men easily forgive. I do know a guy who stayed, but that was because he already had did it several times. So he had that guilt. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess he, was like, he ain't had no choice. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know if men would be as forgiving if it was a woman doing this on the regular because you got to look at it. Even before you meet, let's say you start dating and they were like, how many guys you, you have you been with? If your number two hat, they not going to marry you. They not going to you that much and they're not gonna marry you so if you consider a hoe and they don't want to marry you so why do you think they're gonna forgive you if you do it with marriage right i don't know if if they would be as forgiving i don't know maybe we should invite some this question yeah so would they be willing they would they be willing to forgive if they wife cheated. So I'm thinking, what you thinking? I'm thinking about bringing bringing the guys on for the next episode. Maybe we should get a follow up on this question. Yeah, because it's real interesting. But at one, yeah, very interesting. Because I know for me, I get what women say when they feel like they've invested so much time and all of that. But your husband wasn't thinking about you when he was cheating. You know, and I feel like women and then women have a hard time just wanting to, men they'll easily pack up and go. But women, you know, you don't want to leave your home, so you're gonna stay there, you're gonna stay there with your kids, you wanna keep your family together, you don't wanna start over. And I get that. But that just ain't me. <laughs> Cause I can happily pack my little bags mm-hmm. up and and leave. Yeah. Yeah, and then you got to realize, but even at the same sense, us as women, we more so think about our kids. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always the kids first because people don't realize, I go back to say, in slavery, we were in slavery, the impact of the father in the home or the father leaving or the father not being there and the mental impact that it has on right. kids. That would be another great question. So... You got to think about it all the way around. And um, forgiving? No, not in my household. You don't use them up when we were dating. You ain't got no more, bro. I know that's right. You ain't got no more, bro. Bro, did all of them when when we was dating. You are done. Yeah, so that's (laughs) a good thing to think about. So I'm like like public zero tolerance. Exactly. (laughs) I just want to have zero tolerance policy in my house. I know, that's right. Well, there will be consequences. And I know what those consequences are, but I'm not going to say what they are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is a consequence in this household. And I just want to point out something. Punishment. <laughs> I want to point out something. For those of you out there, if you are thinking about getting married, don't feel rushed. Take your time. Like there's, there's no need to hurry. Um, I feel like a lot of people. I mean, I got married when I was 18, but it was the right decision for me, and I didn't feel rushed. Or I mean, I feel like I took my time. I knew it was the right decision. I knew it was what I wanted to do. And here we are, almost nine years later. Um, we're still happily married, and marriage is definitely a commitment. It's not always good. But the good always outweighs the bad. But it's definitely something to think about. Don't let anybody rush you into it. 
Just take your time. And one thing you said, you said, you said it was on your time and your decision. And don't rush to get married because what even matters the most is the right person. Don't just be rushing because you feel old. You feel like your clock ticking mm -hmm. or family pressuring you or, you know, all those other things that people say. No, you have to find the right person. Right. If it's not the right person, you already feel just because you rushing or you got a time, you giving yourself a timeline. Don't do that. Find the right person. The right person, it creates the best balance for a great marriage. And another a person that's going to be there when you good, the bad, when you happy, sad, lift you up when you down, and not you, uh, you have to be know when it's your turn to be strong, to hold them up, to lift them up. Always, one thing I say in my marriage, you will never, ever, and don't think none of my um husband, friends, or family, anybody on my family, never, ever put your mate down. You should never speak positive. I mean, negative. You should never speak negative. That's your mate. You chose them. You said, I do mm -hmm. to that person. So why do you want to put them mm -hmm. down? Even though everybody has flaws, never put your mate down. Exactly. Go and to them. Supportive. If you have a problem, go to your mate. And be supportive. Be supportive, but be honest. And being honest and being supportive, I mean, if, if it's something that ain't going to work or that just ain't right, you got to be honest and be like, no, baby, that, that ain't the right choice or that ain't going to work mm -hmm. for us or, you know, that ain't going to work Be honest and I think that's more healthy. Exactly. And women, don't settle just because you're dating. I know a lot of women, just because they're dating somebody, they always try to find a husband in that person. It's not a husband in every man you date. So I wouldn't just be, just because you're dating somebody, you're automatically going to feel like, oh, he's going to be my husband. Just wait on the right one because a lot of women out there settling and then you looking at this person like, what have I brought into this house? But you made that choice by rushing and wanting to get married so bad. I mean, I get the anticipation, yeah. but marriage is, it's truly a lot of work. <laughs> and if you're not ready for that, then you should continue to date. But it's more fulfilling when you can look at that person and you're truly happy that you're with them. Yeah, and just because, ladies, just because you have kids, on, not only ladies, men, just because you have a child with that person, I mean, that person is meant to be yeah. your husband. That's how I feel, or your wife. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, kids are a blessing, they say, but that don't mean that's the person that you meant to be with. Be the best mom or the best dad you could be, even if the hus your husband or wife is someone else. Amen. Mama Coco is over there preaching. I mean, Mama Mocha is over there preaching. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, this is things that I hear people or I know people that's in these situations and, you know, they with some women and they, you know, women kind of, you know, now it's like they pressuring or getting ultimatum. Mm. We need to marry me or we ain't gonna be together. And, you know, you can't do that. Let somebody marry you because they want to. Let them love you because they want to, not because you pressure them into something. And, you know, I respect the women out there that get proposed to and say no. Yeah, I've been seeing that lately. I have been seeing that a I lot. I respect lately. that because a lot. a lot of people will say yeah just because it might be a lot of people around. But really, say no. If mm -hmm. you're not ready, there's no need to say yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I
lot. And I was like, that take a lot. Cause I was looking at, it, I was like, could I do that? Cause it's all them people around. I would be thinking, oh my God, they're going to be so embarrassed. I'm going to say no. But a lot of women have been standing up and saying no. Yes. I've been seeing a lot of proposals. They be like, failed proposal. She said no. So, I mean, if it's not the person, it's not the person. Yes. Everybody want a husband. But everybody don't know all the hard work that comes behind being a wife. There you go, Mama Caramel. There you go. <laughs> they want the title. They want a ring. And it's not all about a title or a ring. It's work. You both have to work. The husband and the wife. It's a lot. Sure is. So you have to not you have to love the person with you that you with and to stay and to work at it. Exactly. Amen to that. Whatever topic topics you got today, Mama Caramel. Well, I think I'm good. I'm gonna let you get right into what you uh wanna deliver. Okay, so we're going to have a segment since we're Black Coffee Mamas. We need a little sugar in our coffee sometimes. Yes, yes, some sugar, some baby. sugar baby, baby, baby. So we have our Sugar Daddies of the Week. So we're going to shake it up. Mm. And Mama Caramel, are you ready? I want to know who is your Sugar Daddy this week. My Sugar Daddy of this week. I've been rolling with him for a long time now, and he's just awesome. He's a great provider. He's the true definition, true definition of a strong black caring man. And that has to go to my husband. Every time I look at him, I'm just so thankful and so grateful that God chose mm. us to be together. And I truly believe that it was it was it was definitely God sent. And I'm just so thankful and so grateful. He's not only a great husband, but he's a great father as well. So I definitely, without a shadow of doubt, I got to give my sugar daddy of the week to my husband. (laughs) All right. Mm. Okay. Wow. I hear you, girl. Mama Mocha, who is your sugar daddy of the week? Girl, my sugar daddy of the week, definitely my coffee boy. He is smart, intelligent, makes me laugh, hardworking, nonstop, great dad, just all on his own, girl. He takes care of his woman. She don't have to do nothing but stay home and handle the kids and these bills, honey. My sugar daddy is, girl, it ain't even words that I could put together. Oh. He is so amazing. He is truly heaven sent. And my sugar daddy is also my husband, Woo! Mr. Dorsey. Uh, yes, God, we've been together 20 years. I'm so in love, even more in love than when we ever first met. Makes me feel great all the time, always there. I mean, it's nothing that I can really ask for. Well, I could, but I won't. <laughs> but he's amazing, a blessing, and I'm just honored and thankful that um, I have the husband that I have and the type of person that he is. And like you said, it's not always cream. Right. It's not always great, but we love just as hard as we fight, and we just get it done, and we work well together, and we're just 
perfect match. I love it. I love it. I love it. We can go on and on. But shout out to these top. Shout out to our husbands, these sugar daddies that's holding us Woo! down. And, you know, we they holding us. You know, they got our back. We got theirs. Black men that's, you know, making a change in the black community, a different outlook on the um black culture of what a black man is. So many times our black men get put down, dragged through the mud by everybody, even some of our black women. But we got to stop doing that. We got to start lifting them up and being thankful for what they, what they do do. And there's some strong black men that's taking care of their family, going to work, putting in the time with their kids, making sure that the black community is strong. Yeah. And that's what we need to do, black women. Stop putting down these black men. There's some good ones out there. Go get out there and find one. Good black woman. Yes. Don't just be putting them down. Lift them up. Find you somebody that has your back, that's going to be there, that's going to be supportive. When they're up, you're up. Find that person. You don't have to want for anything. There's somebody out there for everybody. So don't give up on that. Right. We got to build up our community and love each other. And if you know someone that in our community that has a business or our business, support, support our people. All the other cultures support and build their community. That's why they're strong. Support people and their business and build our community back up. We've enjoyed y'all today. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. Thank you all for listening. And Mama, Mama Mocha is going to close us out. Black Coffee Mamas. We've had a great time. We hope you enjoyed. We hope you like and subscribe and make this one of your favorites. And all tune in as we are here to uplift our black community, strong black coffee mamas, strong and able to withstand great force and pressure. So come on, mamas and um sugar daddies, let's lift each other up, keep loving your heart. And stay strong. And please don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Black Coffee Mamas and join our Facebook group, Black Coffee Mamas.